You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome back to another Friday Fire. It is the Friday before Halloween weekend, and we got a good one because I have a feeling, I feel like Halloween starts the entrance into I don't give an F holiday season. (laughs) So true. (laughs) And we get into this like, I'm just going to start over in three months. Like January 1st, 2021. I'm start over. I'm just going to give up because what I'm doing isn't working fast enough. And it's going to be the holidays anyways. And so I'm just going to gain an extra five or ten pounds because what's the point? And then I'm going to start over in January. Sound familiar? So we need to talk today about patience, pivoting, and that feeling of when you want to give up what to reflect on Mm -hmm. because it's a very common feeling. We get it. Um, And we need to tell you guys what to do instead. Yeah. So we get it. We know that making a lifestyle, you know, change and transforming via a healthy lifestyle rather than a quick fix or fad diet or crash detox, whatever it requires patience. It requires discipline. It requires consistency and change continuously, right? And you've got to be, you know, willing to put in the effort to reap the rewards that are on the other side of this. But, you know, Becca and I can tell you from firsthand experience as well as working with, you know, hundreds of women at this point in time, staying the course and staying patient and pivoting when necessary is so worth it because otherwise what we see is exactly what Becca just talked about. Every few months, people find themselves starting over or they get to this place where we're now in the last quarter of the year and people say, I'm just going to enjoy the holidays and I'll start again back in January. And yet in January, we find ourselves worse off than we are today. And so we want to talk today about what do you do when you want to give up? When you feel like you've plateaued or things aren't working, um, you know, you're not motivated anymore and you're frustrated, you don't feel great and you just want to throw in the towel because you think, what is all of this worth? You know, what is all this for if I'm not seeing six pack abs or, you know, I'm still struggling and I don't love what I'm doing yet. And so I think there's a few things that, you know, we want to kind of talk about today. And, and number one is, you know, I would say you've got to change your mindset first and foremost. You know, yeah. you have to think long term and have a vision for yourself and for your life, not a scale weight or, you know, a size clothes or six pack abs, but rather have a vision for yourself that you are the healthiest version of you. Yeah. And for everyone that looks a lot different, you know, for Becca, it looks different. What's healthy for her and her lifestyle it's different for me and for my lifestyle because I have different relationships. I have different, you know, things that I like to do with family and friends or, you know, travel and all of those things. And so you first and foremost have to change from this is a short term solution to my problems to there are no more problems because I'm now healthy and I feel happy in myself and I feel confident and I'm making this a lifestyle long term rather than that short-term instant gratification mindset that you might have. And I think also before we kind of dive in deeper, we need to discuss what's a true plateau. Because we've talked about this before Mm. on a podcast, but just briefly, a true plateau to Liz and I, when we coach people, is like 
three to five weeks of no movement with anything, meaning your biofeedback's not improving in terms of your sleep's not getting better, your workouts aren't getting better, your digestion isn't getting better, you know, your energy levels aren't getting better, anything there, nothing there, and then obviously the scale and pictures. So that's what we look at. Three to five weeks of consistency, not like kind of making changes, but on the weekends, meh. <laughs> you know, like three to five weeks of true consistency, weekends included, where we don't see movement anywhere. That's what I consider a plateau. Not like three days and I'm trying really hard and nothing moves. I'm going to give up because this isn't obviously working. No, that is not a plateau, guys. The body takes time to adapt. We did not get to where we are in a short period of time. It likely took years, okay? Years. Mm -hmm. And we all of a sudden expect we cut out carbs for five days and everything should be fixed. Like we need to be realistic. So plateaus... <laughs> three to five weeks consistent, tracking your food, tracking your biofeedback, doing similar movement each day and exercise each day. All of those things are consistent and you're still not seeing movement. So then when that isn't moving, nothing is moving, what do we do? We can make adjustments, mm -hmm. okay? And this is what Liz and I do with our clients and this is where the value comes in with coaching, okay? Coaches yep. know how to make smart, healthy, and effective adjustments to plans. Yep. I'm either adjusting intake down or up, in an effective way, I'm moving. I'm having you move in different ways. Maybe we're moving too much, and it's too much of a stress on the body, and we reduce yep. it. Or maybe all of a sudden you're not walking as much. Now we need to focus more on that. Okay, there's a lot of things that can come into play here with making these pivots and adjustments. But that is what I would say is having the ability to know what adjustments to make, not just slashing calories. Right. And a lot of times, you know, for me personally, depending upon the client and the season that they're in, whether it's stress or a new training program, a lot of those pivots are increasing and giving their body rest and recovery and focusing on refeeds or maintenance weeks. And you might say, well, I could do that on my own. Yeah, you can, but you can't, right? Because there's a lot of factors that we look at, a lot of questions that we ask, and where do we increase from? And most people oftentimes would never think that the number one place to increase is what we do, carbohydrates, right? It. All the time. All the time, because <laughs> that is what signals your hormones and gives your body energy, right? And so making adjustments and knowing when to pivot and knowing when to shift and in this is pivoting your mindset and changing some of these, you know, beliefs that you have about yourself and your journey and, you know, taking ownership for what you are doing and also feeling proud of yourself and recognizing yes. this consistency that I've built, the changes that I have made. And while maybe the scale isn't showing you that flashy 26 pounds that you thought it was going to show you in six months, you've come an extremely long way from relationship with food to your mindset, Ugh. to your digestion, to your health, to your activity, all of these things. Okay. So what do we do like in the heat of the moment? I think, you know, on our podcast, um, last week with Jamie Morocco, she said something perfectly that I really appreciate. And I think this is so important and this is why co coaches are important. Mm -hmm. I know for me personally, I had a conversation with my coach. I'm like, I'm just going to cut a couple more hundred calories. He's like, let me know how that works out for you, right? You're in an emotional state right now where you're frustrated. And so you're changing things out of emotion rather than logic. So we have to make adjustments and make these pivots from a place of neutrality, right? And using logic, using education, a lot of studying, a lot of learning, a lot of in-depth conversation to understand this particular individual human body, um, what their lifestyle is like, what their stress is like, their mindset, because all of those things are important. Mm -hmm. The second thing that I will often do with clients is we take a reset day. Oh. We might even take a reset week. It's easy to get burnt out, guys. And we get that. Like, we 
we get what we ask of our clients to make changes is a lot. Mm -hmm. Like we're asking clients to track, most of our clients at some point to track intake on the daily, to weigh and measure most of their food, especially if weight loss is a goal of yours. We have to control as many variables as possible. So we're asking you to track your intake. We're asking you to track how you're sleeping. We're asking you to track how your digestion is going. There's a lot going on there. It can get overwhelming, like especially if you are in high stress times of your life. And so what we understand is that sometimes we just need a break from that, okay? But here's the problem. When a lot of people do this on their own, that break looks like I'm going to eat everything in sight because I've restricted myself too much because I'm following an unsustainable plan. When we work with clients, the break is usually... Stick to the routine we've been working on. Don't track today. Go off of your hunger levels. Listen to your body. Maybe sleep in a little bit. Take the day off from working out. Just go for a walk instead. Just do things that make you happy. Schedule a massage. Take a bath. Read a book. Whatever makes you smile. Whatever makes you happy. Do that. Okay. Don't worry about tracking food. And we do this a lot of times on like, like mini vacations, stuff like that, just to relieve the stress of it because we get it. It can become overwhelming. In this day, you also sometimes need to visit why you're doing this, mm-hmm. like your deep why, not I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Because yeah. I want to feel better. Why do you want to feel better? Because I'm unhappy because I don't have a good relationship with my husband anymore because I don't want to be intimate because I'm not comfortable with myself. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Okay, mm-hmm. now we understand why we're doing this and that it's likely not even the body you're in. It's your happiness level and your connection level with them maybe. And so we understand these things and we need to address them and we need to maybe take that day to just revisit what's really driving us because I promise you motivation, discipline, willpower, they aren't going to last. Nope. They suck. Okay, <laughs> those are the friends that you don't want. All right. You want the friends that are going to keep you going in the hard times. And that's the deep why that sometimes we need to find that we haven't really scratched the surface on. Yeah. And that's why we talk about in our key three program, right? With Evolve You, we talk about the key threes that are going to make this a successful transformation long term. One of them is our being pillar. And that's everything mental and emotional. And, you know, we often think that weight loss is the issue or that I'll be happy when I see 140 on the scale or I'll be happy when I you know, get to this physique, yet you're not happy when you get there. You know, Beck and I have both gotten there. I got down to my lowest weight and then I thought, okay, what am I going to do next? I'm still not happy. What now? Do I restrict more? Do I add more cardio? I was going to the gym twice a day eating like less than a thousand calories when I was doing weight watch. It was ridiculous, you know, and it wasn't, confidence wasn't going to be found in the number on the scale. Confidence was found by changing the internal dialogue and by Mm -hmm. breaking down the barriers and the limiting beliefs that I had about myself and about my self-worth and my self-esteem. And a lot of that, you got to be, you know, in conversation, deep conversations, somebody to ask the hard questions and really to challenge you to think differently and to reframe these thoughts. And, you know, I know we're going to talk about this here too, but like, your beliefs that you have about yourself, you can talk yourself out of making progress. You can do all of the things perfectly and you can talk yourself out of making progress. You can talk yourself into anxiety. You can talk yourself mm-hmm. into depression. You guys, we our, our thoughts are so powerful. Yep. They're so powerful and we're the only ones that control them. That's the hard part. Yep. Guess, I mean, a coach can influence them. They can help you influence them. But at the end of the day, you're the one thinking those things and you're the one deciding to be aware of them or not. Aware of them or not. For example... Things that you say in a day that you might not realize. I don't, I don't like working out. It's just not for me. I've never really enjoyed working out. I don't really like eating healthy meat. Like I just, I don't like cooking. I'm not good at it. 
those are all beliefs that you are driving deeper and deeper into your true self. And so, no, you're not going to work out because you don't like it. You tell yourself you don't like it. What if you shifted that? You know, I actually do kind of enjoy how I feel after I work out. I do. I'm, I'm a person that works out. That's who I am. I'm mm-hmm. a person that buys food and cooks food on my own versus going out to eat. That's who I am. You have to shift your identity. Mm-hmm. And that only comes through one, repetition of action. Yep. And two, what you believe. And you yep. have to shift that belief. It's not going to happen for you. You got to do it. And yeah. that's why we focus so much on awareness with our clients. Yeah. And it's really shifting your identity, right? It's changing the stories that you have into who you want to be. So you have to start acting as if you are that person. Does the healthy person go through the McDonald's drive through at 11 o'clock at night and order a Big Mac and a milkshake and a large fry? No, a healthy person doesn't do those things. A healthy person feeds their body the right nutrients and the right fuel to support their goals, right? A healthy person speaks kindly to themselves. They appreciate their body for the capabilities that we have. And the other thing here is you also have to believe that you can achieve anything that you want. Because if you continue to tell yourself this isn't going to work, you're going to stay stuck and it's not going to freaking work. And this isn't going to last either. So many times we see people that actually get really good results, but they keep having little relapses. Mm -hmm. Like they'll have weekends where they'll overconsume or they'll binge and they tell us, I just, I, I keep waiting for this not to last. I keep waiting for the, the things that are working to stop working mm-hmm. and then to find myself back where I started. And that is a true sign and a very clear sign. You still haven't changed your belief system. Mm-hmm. You've been able to work on willpower. You've been able to work on momentum, but you haven't changed the true deep down belief system of what's going on. And a lot of this, it can come from childhood. So things. much of it. Childhood creates beliefs, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard something this morning that someone said, we aren't adult. No one around here is adults. We're all just grown up children hmm. because we all still have beliefs from childhood. And those beliefs can only get shifted from knowledge and from awareness. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head there with knowledge trusting yourself to be able to do some research and find some education. You know, it's funny because in some of our programs, as we reverse women out of these you know, places, it is freaking scary. It is, it is scary huh? to hire a coach and we're telling you to eat 1,900, 2,000 calories. And you're like, wait, I was eating 1,100 or 1,200 and nothing was working. How could I possibly eat 700 more calories and things start to work? And so what they do, and we encourage this is, Read some, read some articles, read yep. some scientific research on this. We're happy to share with them. And it's funny because now we had a client the other day, the message us and she's like, look what showed up in my newsfeed. It was like a New York Times article. article. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fantastic because, I mean, obviously, if you guys have watched The Social Dilemma, you know that they're all targeting us for things that we talk <laughs> about or look at. But we want our clients to have that education, not just from us, but from the scientific background and research. And that's why we do so much education and we promote reading upon these things so that you can understand and make those mental shifts because there's totally a difference between someone telling you something and then you actually reading and doing it and applying it yourself, mm-hmm. right? I can tell you like, here's how you learn to play the piano, but unless you actually start to read the music and practice and play and repeatedly do this, You're never going to just learn how to play and learn how to, let's hear, intuitively play. Um, Fun fact about me, I used to play Your Grand Old Flag as fast as I possibly could on the piano, um, as well as other Celine Dion songs. We're both musically, my mother was a music teacher her entire life, and I sang and danced for a very long time. We're both musically talented. I sang and danced for a very long time, too. So, um, yeah, okay, that's that's (laughs) another story for another day. We got a good podcast coming about that. But anyways, here's, here's the question that we'll pose. 
What's the alternative? Yes. Is the alternative here to keep going in these times that you feel frustrated and you feel stuck and you feel like you're, you know, spinning your wheels or do you just get out of the car and you stop? And yeah. you just get here. This you is give something up. I ask people all the time when people are like, I feel like, what's the point? Why don't I just go back to eating all the foods that I want to eat and not working out and just being lazy? Essentially, they don't say that, but that's what I'm hearing. But like people say, what's the point? Well, here's my question. What's the downside of being a healthy individual? What's the downside? What's the downside to eating nutrient-dense foods, eating more vegetables and fruits, sleeping more, moving your body more? What's the downside to that, guys? Oh, wait. There is none, okay? Because we also are about health, meaning moderation, meaning you still enjoy the foods that you love. You still have your lazy days once in a while. Like This is all important. And the alternative is we regain the weight. The alternative is you start to feel worse and worse again, and you pull yourself further and further again from where you've always been striving to be. And so there is no downside, in my opinion. There isn't. And if you approach it in a healthy way, there absolutely isn't. And here's the thing. You can't fuck it up. No. Unless you give up, you honestly cannot mess this up because as we talk about, a moderation lifestyle is still something that allows you to be healthy. You can enjoy the cupcake or the glass of wine or the slice of pizza, The way that I live my life is, do I really want this? Because if I have that slice of pizza that got delivered from Jimmy John's or something, oh, Jimmy John's doesn't do that. Papa (laughs) John's. Papa John's. (laughs) Sorry, Papa John's. I'm not going to feel physically good. And it's not worth it to me to, I'm going to be gross here. I sit on the toilet with a horrific stomach ache, feeling like the insides are being ripped out of me. Okay. Like for some individuals, hear me out, who have gut health issues or really have severe intolerances, or you wake up and you feel like the Pillsbury Doughboy with, you know, sausage fingers, right? I've been there. I know those things. So I do steer clear of those foods most of the time. Every now and then though, I will have home. I actually love making homemade pizza. So that's become a little more frequent for us, but maybe it is I have a third glass of wine or I have a cupcake, all right? I go and you know enjoy a slice of cake at the wedding. We want you to do those things. You can do those things in a healthy moderation, yes. but just understand that the alternative is that you're going to be starting back at square one. Yeah. If we give up today, we're going to be starting back at square one eventually. And for some individuals, and please trust that, you know, we know this from working with hundreds of them, a lot of times it then becomes worse. Mm -hmm. They are either type two or pre-type two. They are dealing with high cholesterol or other, you know, health issues, autoimmune conditions have shown up, IBS or, you know, other gut and, you know, internal things have really started to flare up. Maybe they've got um, psoriasis or skin issues now because they've kind of just, not paid well, attention. Yeah. And now you really have to face it. And now you really have to face it. Right. But this is where I'm saying is like, we don't want that alternative. No, we don't. So like ask, have, maybe even write down these questions and visit them when you feel like you are hit a plateau and you want to give up. Write down, where do I want to be a year from now? Mm-hmm. And answer it. You know, how will I feel when I've reached my goal? And answer it. How can I, you know, what confidence do I want to have? Will this add to that confidence or will it break it down? Mm-hmm. You guys, this is a journey. And if you are on this journey to simply get to a number on the scale, you will never make it. You will never make it. You might make it to that number on the scale, but you're not going to make it to what you're looking for with that. To the healthy, the healthy mindset, exactly. a healthy relationship with your yourself, you know, a healthy relationship with food. Yeah. And, and hear me out is 
we often don't think that nutrition is emotional or mental. It actually is more <laughs> mental and more emotional because food is a way of connection. Totally. Food is a way of us to, you know, have enjoyment with our friends and our family. And at the same time, it also is a way of feeling confident in ourselves. Yep. Becca yep. talks about this. She's proud of the lifestyle she lives. We are proud of the foods that we're going to serve when we have family dinners, yes. you know, or we're the ones that show up with the veggie tray while everybody else is having, you know, the, the chips and the cheese dip and I might have some chips and cheese dip but I also know if I have too much of that I'm not going to feel great totally and also the last thing I want to touch on here guys is like doing hard things makes you a better person Mm -hmm. showing yourself that you can do hard things makes this a much easier journey I am proud of the hard things that I do because they build my confidence yeah when you're fine when you're just constantly giving up because you're like this was too hard I don't want to do it it's not working you're not building confidence doing that. You're breaking your confidence down further and further, and that's where we get stuck. When you show yourself that you can resist the foods that make you feel awful, that don't serve your goals, that you can work out on days when maybe you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying work out every day, but maybe there's days, and you've really struggled to build consistency there. Maybe there's days you don't feel like it, but you do it anyways. Those are the days that you build that strength. You build that grit. You build the confidence, and that is what allows you to change the identity. And I truly believe this, you guys. Like, we have to do hard things as individuals. I was listening to I get all these fun little sayings from podcasts, but I was listening <laughs> to another podcast, and this guy was a, I believe he was a Navy SEAL. So obviously, like, a little intense. But he was a Navy SEAL, and he had this, like, mentor. And the mentor said, kill something every day, even if it's as small as an ant. And, like, intense. But we have to maintain this, like, sharpness as humans. Mm-hmm. We have to maintain this ability to feel in control of ourselves. And that is built through confidence, through making hard decisions, through doing things that are hard that better us. Mm -hmm. And so I challenge you, if you are this person, if you identify as this person that just constantly gives up on things because they're too hard or you're not seeing the results you think you should see, challenge yourself, stick it out. Hire someone to help you stick it out, but show yourself you can do hard things because it changes you. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like if if you were to win the lottery, right? Yes. You didn't work for that money. But you're That's an why on- those people end up broke. <laughs> right. But you're an entrepreneur and you work your ass off to earn an income that's sustainable for your family. You feel proud of that yes. a lot more. And you honor your money a lot differently than you do when it's just given to you. So it's the totally. same thing with a journey. If you get to the body that you want, or let's say you get down to that weight where you feel happy, healthy, and confident, you can be so much more proud of yourself than you would be if you just did Diet a juice cleanse for six months. 30 pounds out. <laughs> shit, 30 pounds out. Yes. But so you have to be able to honor your body and honor your life. And part of honoring that is doing hard things and showing up for yourself every day and showing, you know, that you can stay committed and that you are willing to put in the time and the effort that many other people aren't willing to put in. And that's my friends where you level up your life. Yep. Boom. That's all we got for you today. Mic drop. Boom. There's the bell. All right. With that said, have a wonderful weekend and happy Halloween. We will be back next week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.